This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Matt here. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. It is way back Wednesday. This is the day where we reach back into the archives and pull out old classic episodes. And we've been reaching back into the archives of the Do-Over podcast, the podcast that started it all. And I got another great one for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career, save your business, save your health, save your relationships, save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Welcome to Your Do-Over, coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles, and this is the place where I show people who want more out of life, people dissatisfied with their current situation, how to start over and begin a new life setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. You can jumpstart Your Do-Over and lay a solid foundation for a better life by downloading the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over will put the legs under your table. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve. They will act as your traveling success coach, and they are yours for free at freedoover.com. Okay, welcome to How to Get Success When Starting Over in Life, Part 2. Part 2. There will actually be four parts to this series. I've made up my mind now. I'm going to do four parts, and I'm going to address four key elements that will remove much of the mystery of how to get success when starting over in life. You know, last episode, we discussed the four levels of learning that each and every one of us has to go through when starting something new, when learning something new specifically. I mean, it's unavoidable. And what you're going to come to know is that it's impossible to learn and look good. So don't worry about looking good while you're going through this process. Just accept it and embrace it. And just travel that road as fast as possible. It's easier, much easier to learn fast than it is slow. So take that information and implement it. Put it in your life. Embrace it. Okay? Take advantage of that information as you're starting over. Now, before I get to the meat of part two, today's episode... I wanted to take a moment and do something I haven't done in a while, and that is to acknowledge a few people and thank them for their comments on iTunes. You know, I hadn't checked there in a while, it was quite a while, and I noticed we're up to almost a 100 reviews. That's amazing. And I can't mention everyone's name, of course, but I randomly picked some of the most recent, 
And these people, they logged into iTunes, searched the Your Do-Over show, and then they gave the show a rating. And what that does is it makes the show more visible within iTunes so more people can find it. So it really helps out a lot. And this comment comes from Bjorn Skovlin. Uh, five stars. Thank you, Matt. I've just recently discovered this podcast and I've only listened to the first 10 or so, but I love it. Unlike other podcasts that spend the first half of the episode self-promoting or talking about what they will eventually get around to talking about, Matt dives right in and gets to the point. He's honest, too. He doesn't make it sound like creating the life of your dreams is a walk in the park or that starting your own business is for everyone. Being straightforward allows me to trust this advice. This is truly amazing information for free. No strings attached. He's not just trying to sell some product. That being said, I bought his book and I love it. Thanks again, Matt, for putting so much effort into helping others. Bjorn from Boise, Idaho. Bjorn, you're absolutely welcome. Thank you for being here. Another one comes from Bugga Bugga. Honesty, believable, integrity, good person. Five-star rating. I'm a self-help junkie when one day I decided to give you a chance and that was it. I'm downloading everything he has. What I love the most is his honesty. Bugga Bugga, thank you very much. And one more. Pretty Dolio, another five-star rating. Hey Matt, DJ here. I'm a 46-year-old female who has been working as a registered nurse for 23 years now. I bought a house in 2005 and now it's in foreclosure because of various reasons. Sorry about that. Uh, I have been listening to you for the past few weeks and the info you have provided has helped me think about things from a different perspective. Thanks for the blessing. This podcast is a godsend. As I begin again, my goal is to want what I need. Thanks, Matt. Pretty Dolio, DJ, you're very, very welcome. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here. Okay, on with today's subject. We've mentioned this in past episodes, but I'm going to go into it a little de- uh, a little deeper and a little bit more detail today and, and give you some how-tos. One thing that is absolutely vital with regard to how to get success is creating an empowering environment. You've got to get control over your immediate surroundings. And there's a saying that goes something like, you are a product of your environment. And I'm sure you've heard that before. I'm sure you've heard it plenty of times. And so much so that you probably, I don't know, you recognize it as a cliche. And if you're perceiving this as a cliche, that's okay, but please don't ignore it. Just because you've heard it countless times doesn't make it any less true. Now, there was a movie released years back called Trading Places. It starred Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. And it was about an experiment that these two rich guys had made about what influenced someone's life more, what influenced their results or their outcome in life more. Was it environment or was it genetics? And if you've seen the movie, you know which side ultimately wins because the poor guy, the homeless guy played by Eddie Murphy, when his environment was changed, he became a prosperous, clean-cut businessman. And the rich guy, played by Dan Aykroyd, when his environment was changed, he became the poor homeless thief. Now, that's an extreme example, I know, and it is the movies, but it does demonstrate the power of your environment. There's a whole lot of truth intertwined inside that funny, funny story. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. With that in mind, you're well served in creating an environment that will promote vital, empowering behaviors rather than self-destructive ones. Now, there are many things about your life and about the world that you can't change. But then, in your immediate and personal environment, it's an entirely different story. I and you have an amazing amount of power around our immediate environment. We have much more control than we actually think. You see, there's very little in life that we must do. There's very little that we have to do. My dad always used to say, the, the only thing you have to do in life is to die and pay taxes. Maybe your parents said something similar. I don't know. Now, 
it is a rather narrow scope of life, but it's not too far from the truth. I mean, there really is very little in life that you do have to do. And what that really suggests is that you do have power over your decisions, over most facets of your life, and you can manipulate your environment so that your surroundings are geared as much as possible toward assisting you and helping you achieve your goals rather than hindering your efforts. It's a way of how to get success that you can implement. And by doing this, you can essentially put a whole lot of your success, maybe not all of it, but a whole lot of your success on autopilot. Now, your environment, it can be divided up into two parts. You have people and you have things. You can control things, but you can't control people. Okay, you can control, I guess, how you deal with them, but you can't control the people themselves. And we discussed a while back in great detail how to deal with people in our environment. And it largely consists of who you choose to communicate with and how you communicate with them. But let's discuss the easier part today. Let's take on an easy assignment today. How about that? Let's take a part or let's take on the part of your environment that's easy to control. The things. Not only do the things not talk back, but generally once you change them, they can stay changed. They will stay changed as long as you change them correctly. So let's go over the type of changes that I'm talking about. These things within your environment are the spaces, they're the conditions that just the stuff that can sabotage you or the stuff that can support you. Now, whether objects or spaces or sights, sounds or smells, I mean, everything around you is sending messages to your brain. It all affects your thoughts. It affects your actions. So your environment is something that's very worthy of your attention. So how do you create a supportive environment? Well, you can change your environment with two simple actions. You, you can either modify your environment or you can eliminate things from your environment. And what you'll come to discover when you decide to start making changes in your environment is that many of the most powerful influences in your environment are invisible. I mean, you just can't see them. You don't know that they're there. And this lack of awareness can literally destroy the best of your intentions without you even knowing it. And unless you're looking for them, I mean, these invisible things, these invisible cues, these invisible conditions can and will affect your thoughts and affect your behaviors and throw you off track. For example, your workspace or the route that you take to get to work, the location of your favorite supermarket, the way the supermarket is laid out, the TV shows that you watch, the commercials that come on during those TV programs, the magazines that you read, the books that you read, uh, what you do for recreation, and, and so on. I mean, in all of those aspects, I mean, th those represent various aspects of your environment. And you're constantly receiving information, signals, and messages from those things in your environment. And they affect your behavior. They affect what you do. And ultimately, they will affect what you have. Now, everything that I just mentioned has a dramatic impact on what you think about, what you do, and what you have in life. Yet, most of us fail to recognize the potency or the power of their influence on our results. And that's what we're going to talk about today and how to take control over our environments, okay? So the first order of business is to look around your environment and identify the things that cause you to get off track or the things that completely stop you. And be intentional with your search. I mean, if it's a money issue that you're dealing with in your do-over, look for the things that cause you to spend. If it's your motivation in your do-over that you struggle with, look for the things that demotivate you. Look for the things that wear you out. Look for the things that exhaust you or make you tired. If it's your weight that you're dealing with, you might want to look for the triggers or the things that cause you to eat. And if it's a relationship inside your do-over that you're dealing with, 
Look for the cues, look for the spaces, look for the conditions that cause or contribute to your less than satisfying results. Is there something that pushes an emotional button for you that causes you to argue? It's maybe something like that, okay? So start looking for stuff like that. Look, Be intentional about your search. I'm sure you get the idea right now. So one, look in your home. You're gonna wanna look at your place of business of work and you're gonna wanna look at the path that you take to travel to and from work, to and from the grocery store, to and from school. You're gonna wanna look anywhere and everywhere of which you spend a regular amount of time or even every so often. To give you an idea, I mean, here's an example of the list that I created. Shopping malls, happy hour, and convenient junk food. I mean, those are just a few environments or conditions that sabotage what I'm up to in life. Okay, so now it's your turn. Take some time and make a list of all the things in your life that have the potential to set you back or do you damage in any way. And remember, you got to be thorough and and I want you to take some time with this. It's that important. So make a list of everything that sabotages you at home. Then make a list of everything that sabotages you at work. And then if you can, think of anything that just sabotages you in general. That'll be your third list. I mean, this is so, so important that I recommend you press pause on this recording and just do this right now. And maybe you're not in a situation where you can do it right now, but if you are, I recommend you stop this recording right now and do this exercise. It is that important. And if you can't stop right now, be sure to come back to it. I mean, this is your life we're talking about, and it's that important. All right, so make a list of the things that sabotage you at home, the things that sabotage you at work, and then make a list of the things that just sabotage you in general. Go ahead and do that now. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, now you've got your list, and hopefully you put some effort and some time into this, and you got a list of several items. Hopefully you came up with several items. And once you have that list complete, the next step is either to remove replace or circumvent those sabotageurs. I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds good. The ultimate goal is to remove or mitigate the impact of these items from your environment so that you won't have to rely on willpower all by itself. It's going to be so much easier to stay on track in your do-over once you do this. You see, willpower, it's just like a muscle and it gets tired. It gets worn out. And just like a muscle, it, it can poop out on us. It can completely fail and it can fail when we need it the most. There's nothing wrong with strengthening your willpower, but for long-term results, you should leave it untested. You should only have to call on it when you absolutely need it. And to do that, all it's going to take is a little creative planning and forethought, and you just need to be proactive about altering your environment to that of a more empowering one, to give your willpower a break. So you stop making yourself wrong all the time for your failing, right? We all think we're weak because we fail and we're... We can't resist that chocolate. We can't resist that that new pair of shoes, whatever it may be. But if you alter your environment, you're going to experience a lot less of those types of experiences. Okay, now obviously there are some elements within your environment that you just can't remove. For I can't make a shopping mall disappear. And if you haven't guessed or you don't know what I'm talking about, shopping malls influence me to spend more money than I would have spent if I hadn't been in the shopping mall. But I can be proactive about it and eliminate the shopping mall's power that it tends to have over me, okay? You see, I typically go through life really not needing or wanting a whole lot. I mean, if it was Christmas time right now or it was my birthday was coming up and someone asked me what I wanted, I wouldn't have a clue. I would just say nothing. Why don't you just come over and we'll have a couple drinks and and have a great dinner together. But the driving by a window of a shopping mall or a store or actually walking through the shopping mall itself 
can cause me to spend and buy things I would not normally spend my money on. All of a sudden, I want everything. All of a sudden, I need everything. Stuff that I didn't even know I wanted or needed until I got there. So I simply just nipped it in the bud. I absolutely do not walk into a shopping mall unless there's something specifically that I'm there for. And if I can avoid a shopping mall altogether by the route that I'm traveling, I do that. I don't go to that extreme all the time, but you know, in moments of weakness, I might take the freeway instead of the side streets so I don't go past the shopping mall. Now, with regard to the convenient junk food that I used to have in my house all of the time, I stopped buying it. I don't necessarily stop eating it, although I probably should. I just made it more difficult for me to access it. And knowing that convenience is a driving force within my environment, I subscribe to a food delivery service that conveniently delivers me three meals and two snacks to my front doorstep Monday through Friday. So this is one way that I've taken control over my bad eating habits. I stopped buying junk food and storing it in the house, and I have healthy food delivered to my house. Now, there are other ways you can be proactive about that without ordering your food and having it delivered to your front doorstep. I mean, I know a common practice amongst those that are afflicted by the same convenience issue will prepare their week's meals on Sunday evening. I mean, that's an alternative. And then you have the whole week laid out and you got a bunch of Tupperware in your in your refrigerator and it's easily accessible and it can keep you on track with regard to your good eating habits. I mean, that's an alternative. And one of my biggest sabotage elements of my environment is that I literally live across the street from the Staples Center. And there's a section of the Staples Center or in that area called LA Live of where there are about six or seven, maybe eight restaurants that have amazing happy hour specials. And I love happy hour. I don't know what it is about cheap food and social drinking. I just love it. And I know it's having an effect on my health and it's impacting my waistline. And partaking in that practice two to four times a week is impacting my pocketbook as well. I mean, it's just not good. It's not good for me. It's fun, but it's not good. So for the time being, I make it a point to schedule meetings or networking events that occur at that time. So I've taken a destructive and sabotaging behavior, a destructive and sabotaging aspect of my environment, and I've replaced it not only with the behavior that mitigates that destruction, but rather creates and encourages more productivity. So look at your list and start coming up with ideas of how you can remove, replace, or circumvent the sabotaging things inside of your environment. And don't accept the excuse, I don't know. I mean, that's not allowed here at the Your Do-Over Show. If you've listened to this show for more than a handful of episodes, you know that. You are not allowed to say, I don't know. And if you come up against one of your sabotaging things and you really don't know how to replace it or remove it or go around it, the next question is, you know the next question, if I did know what to do, what would it be? Remember, Your brain is the most powerful computer in the entire world and it will answer any question that you ask of it, but you've got to use it. You've got to put it to work. It's your friend. And that question, if I did know, what would the answer be, is a great question to always ask your brain when you're faced with, I don't know, okay? We've talked about that on countless episodes, but it applies in every situation. You see, by using this substitution technique, you can... Completely transform your environment to eliminate choice entirely, leaving virtually no room for you slipping up. And it doesn't require a whole lot of work either. It's not that difficult. Just a little planning and a little bit of me time by going through this exercise and making some small changes in your behavior, making some small changes in your environment. Actually, the small changes in your environment will make the small changes in your behavior. You see, those small changes in those areas of behavior and those areas of your environment will have a large impact on the results of your do-over. 
and an ancillary benefit of making these small changes, it preserves the power of your willpower so that your willpower will be there to serve you when you need it the most. But what you want to get from all of this is that you can't get into trouble if trouble isn't there. You can't get derailed from your do-over if there's nothing there to derail you. And it's okay to start small. In fact, I encourage that. I recommend to start small. Look for the small things and make those small changes. And once you have those handled, then go look for some more. And then go look for some more and then look for some more. I mean, it's okay to gradually build doing this. It's going to be very difficult to change your entire environment and life all in one day. So start with small steps. The great thing about this exercise is that they are just baby steps. They are just minor changes but they have a significant and sometimes dramatic impact on your results. Those small changes can become amazing, large, impactful results. And once you've removed or replaced or found ways to go around these obstacles, these challenges, these barriers within your environment, once you have them all figured out how you're going to avoid them, the next thing is to look for ways to not just eliminate them, but to replace them with other activities, with productive activities. I mean, when you get to this level of environment transformation, you're going to start to experience quantum leaps in your progress. And this goes for just about everything in your environment. No, not just about everything in your environment, even the media that you consume. Begin with the small steps, but keep in mind you are out to make a major transformation or a complete overhaul, if you will, of your environment. From the books that you're reading, the magazines that you're reading, the music that you're listening to, the TV shows that you're watching, the websites that you visit, the road that you take to and from work, the food in your cupboards, the art on your walls, and on and on and on. You're going to look at everything that could possibly influence that of which might demotivate you or cause you to participate in destructive behavior. I mean, this is really one of the most powerful things that you can do to produce an amazing do-over. Your environment, it's everything. So don't take this episode lightly. I know. Yeah, that guy. He's on to something. I always get something when I listen to his episodes. He's right on the money. I agree. Your environment is everything. It's okay to say those things and it's okay to understand everything that I've said, but it's another thing entirely to actually take action and do these things. This is your life. It's going to be your results. No actions, no results. It's as simple as that. That's it for today. God loves you and so do I. I am Matt, the do-over guy, and I will see you on the next episode of Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.